Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Katherine Guidry, and in this episode, we're gonna be talking about how to effectively work with your clients as a wedding photographer. Before we dive into the content, if you're interested in learning how to better pose your clients or how to price out your base price for wedding photography, be sure to visit the description and download your free guide. All right, so let's talk about working with clients and the importance of that. When it comes to referrals and the overall experience that your client is having, having that effective communication, that working relationship is going to be absolutely imperative to getting those strong reviews and referrals amongst vendors and clients and all of the things. So that's what we're gonna be focusing on in this particular episode. The first thing I wanna talk about is going to be response times. You know, when a client initially reaches out, it's very common to respond quickly and to be prompts because we wanna book the client, right? I think that's to be expected. Clients are reaching out to photographers, they're hearing back from them, and everything feels good and exciting. But where you wanna really make that prompt response happen is not just in the beginning, but all the way through to the very end even one year after the wedding when they're processing their album and looking to make revisions. That is when clients are potentially going to be referring people is after their event, once things have settled down, the dust has settled, and people are reaching out to them. And at that point, you wanna be as responsive as you were in the beginning, as prompt as you were in the beginning. So even those things that don't feel as exciting, like processing revisions on an album order, you want to still have that quick response and excellent customer service for your clients because ultimately that is going to be their, not first impression, but their final impression, which I believe is just as important as the very beginning. So in addition to being prompt, you want to establish clear expectations from the very beginning with your clients so that they do know how to communicate with you and how you are to communicate with them, right? So if you prefer, for example, email like I do, I don't love text messages. I feel like text messages get lost in the shuffle of life and I don't wanna miss a client email. And so from the very beginning, I let them know that email is my preferred line of communication. Sometimes it's something that I actually say to them if they ask like, oh, how should I get in touch with you? But other times it's shown through actions, simply being quick to respond in the inbox or if they text me, I'll screenshot it, send it to my inbox and then explain to them that I do like to keep all client correspondence in the inbox so that I don't look over any of their questions or anything that they need throughout the process. The only exception that I make to this is the week of the wedding, if there are questions, I will be you know, more likely to respond, obviously via text message or, or definitely via phone if they reach out. And phone calls in general, I try to be really responsive in that way if someone does reach out and call. But even with that, we do set up appointments for those longer meetings or things where they have lots of questions, especially in the beginning, like that inquiry call, that is scheduled. When it comes to like sessions where we're meeting up or the week of the wedding, it isn't uncommon for us to connect via text. But really and truly, I treat my email inbox almost like text messages. I see the notifications come up on my phone right away. And so I'm usually pretty quick to respond in that way. And I think it's just nice to have a thread, to have a history inside of the inbox. And so that is definitely my preferred way. And you wanna establish those clear communication guidelines from the beginning. Along those same lines of setting expectations, you want to be consistent 
with your communication. So if you do tell them, hey, I like to communicate via email and they text you, don't respond and start a whole thread there or via DMs on Instagram. Keep it in the inbox. You want to be consistent because that can be very confusing for both you and for them. Also, hours like office hours, for example, I don't mind emailing really any hour of the day. So, like if someone emails me at eight o'clock at night, no problem. I'll respond to that when I'm working and vice versa, right? Like I see it as if I am emailing them late at night, some people may consider that unprofessional. And if it's like, very late, like one o'clock in the morning, I'll schedule it for the next morning at 8 a.m. or something like that. But if it's nine o'clock at night and I happen to be in my inbox, I am okay with emailing at that time if they are okay with receiving it. If ever I have someone that does have a specific request or does ask me you know, to respect their boundaries in any way, then I will. But I do think that consistency is the most important. So if you are someone who really wants to stick to regular business hours, and who knows, like that could even change for me in the future. But if you are somebody who really wants to stick to business hours and only answer emails between the hours of eight and four, then just try your best to be super consistent so that the client knows what to expect. When it comes to communication, one big piece that you want to have strong and solidified is going to be your contract. We do sell our contracts over at catgeducation.com. Be sure to subscribe to our email list as well because we do share all of our products and our sales there, but our contracts are really amazing in my opinion. It's something that I've been using for almost 15 years. It protected us during the pandemic, which was a really crazy time. And so having that contract in place is gonna also create that strong foundation for you and your clients to work well together if there's ever a question they can refer back to it and from the very beginning they know all the parameters of which your business works around for example if you do certain types of editing or you don't do certain types of editing if you photograph in certain locations and not others what's your turnaround time all of those things should be addressed in your contract so that if there's ever a question they can refer back to that and then on your end as the business owner you want to make sure that you are actually upholding those contractual guidelines. So if you're saying our turnaround time for weddings is six to eight weeks, then definitely <laughs> turn out those images at six to eight weeks. That is gonna help lay a really strong foundation for your communication with the client. Even though a lot of photography is done at the session or on the wedding day, in the very beginning when someone reaches out, I always try to establish an initial phone call. So even if they have a wedding planner and that wedding planner is my primary contact, I will still open the lines of communication and offer the opportunity for us to get on the phone and I really love that. If there is an additional person in addition to the client who is going to be a big part of the planning process. So for example, if I'm working with a bride and the mother of the bride is very involved, I will also try to get the mother of the bride on that initial call. I really like doing this because I think it gives us all a feel for one another. It opens that line of communication so that we understand, hey, look, I'm here for you. This is a way that we can connect and answer any questions early on. And then of course we can continue to connect throughout the process. But you know, don't be afraid to hop on the phone or a Zoom call with your client. I think it really helps to establish rapport and create a strong relationship from the very beginning. 
When it comes to your office hours, so for example, I do have flexible hours during the week, I mentioned that earlier, but on the weekends, so pretty much starting on Friday through the first part of Monday, I am not really as present in my inbox and on the phone and in the admin side of my business in general because we're photographing weddings. And so I do have that in my email signature and I also do have an autoresponder. So anytime somebody reaches out to me, they do receive that reminder that, hey, you know, if this is Monday through Thursday, you're gonna hear back from me within 24 to 48 hours. But if it's towards the end of the week, we do photograph events on the weekends. And so that response time can be a little bit delayed. So whatever your hours are, try to list those out either in your email signature or in your autoresponder. If you're on vacation, definitely put an away message so that clients know what to expect. Okay, let's talk about the tech side of communication. I've mentioned a few times, I love email. I do most things online and have been doing that since even before it was the most popular way. I think the pandemic changed a lot of things for us and we moved more from like in-person to virtual and Zoom and phone. But what I've realized, especially in recent years, is that not everyone is super tech savvy. So if you run into a situation where, you know, somebody's having trouble with downloading images from a gallery or they can't use your scheduling link or whatever the case may be, don't hesitate to reach out to them and say, hey, you know, let's hop on the phone and I can help you work through this. That was something that I really needed to acknowledge in my own business because I am a little bit more on the tech savvy end, but I needed to recognize that not everyone is and sometimes people need a little bit more hand-holding. So when it comes to communication, be available for those questions and be willing to walk them through the processes that they need help with. In addition to the final meeting, I highly recommend a final meeting. So as you near the wedding at about the two to four week mark, you really want to connect with your client and get on the phone. I actually, in the education shop at catgeducation.com, do sell the questionnaire that I send to my client, as well as a sample timeline if you've never done this before or if it's something that you wanna do and you haven't been doing. But the questionnaire goes out to the client, it asks them a series of things that we're gonna go through in their final meeting, and then I take that information and I put it into the timeline. Having that final consult is huge. It's going to bring so much comfort to your client in knowing that you and the client are on the exact same page. And also as a photographer, you aren't gonna feel out of sorts on the wedding day. You're gonna know exactly what shots that they want, not able to be missed, those like mandatory ones, and then the rest you can have creativity about. You'll also be given the opportunity during that meeting to comment on things like transportation or timing. If you need a little bit more timing for something than you have, that is your opportunity to speak up. Even when we work with a planner and they do provide the timeline for us, we coordinate and correspond with the planner in advance of that call with the client so that the planner and I are on the same page, we know the timeline works, and then in that situation, the final meeting becomes more about the shot list. Me understanding the family dynamic, who's gonna be there, who's important to them, and creating the shot list. When it comes to working with the client on the wedding day, my biggest tip in regards to communication is to 
actually navigate that with care and sometimes even lessen your communication so that way they are able to have their day. That was something I also had to work on was just understanding that, you know, as much as I love my clients and I want to chit chat with them all the time, they're there with their friends and family and that is their time to have with them. And so I had to kind of peel myself back a little bit and be a bit more of a of an observer, but also when you can step in and help or be communicative or comforting or whatever that situation calls for, I think we can all navigate that as professionals and understand that our role is to essentially be a calming, fun, supportive presence on their wedding day. Even though things like turnaround time and expectations have maybe been communicated in the beginning or through the contract, when you're working with the client throughout the process, continue to remind them and fill them in on those details. So for example, after the wedding day is over and you know they're, they're coming home from their honeymoon, they're gonna be looking again to figure out, wait, when do I get my images? I can't remember, that was a year plus ago. So one thing that we do, for example, is we send a follow-up email, we congratulate them on the event, we thank them for having us, and we re-outline turnaround times. It's good to refresh their memory on that so that they're not bugging you, you know, or feeling like they're bugging you, asking you those questions, but rather you are being proactive and saying, hey, you can expect the images at this time, this is what happens from here, and just continuing to walk them through the process. So in addition to being responsive and communicative and all the things that I've talked about with you today, I also just wanted to create this gentle reminder about being grateful, both in writing and also in person. So when we leave an event, we thank everyone, we just constantly express gratitude for having chosen us as their photography team and having had us throughout the day. In the follow-up email, we express our thanks and and I think that is really important to just remember to channel that gratitude with our clients because there are so many talented photographers out there and so many people they could have cho chosen to work with and have shared their wedding day with, but they chose you. So express that gratitude to them, let them know how much you appreciate them. That goes a really, really long way. Communication, I think, is one of those things that we don't really always think about when we think about a wedding photographer. We think about gear and photos and portfolio and stuff like that. But that experience of working together, the, the communication and, and just the relationship is such an important piece of the success of our businesses. I have a photography course, a business course called Full-Time Wedding Photography. And a large portion of the first part of the course is focused on these sorts of topics and these things that make a big difference in the experience of the client. And I can tell you that a lot of times, you know, when we do photograph a wedding, not everyone there who's present and having an experience with us will actually ever get to see the photos. You know, the family, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, the, the client, like they'll see the photos, but we interact with so many people outside of that. And so keeping that in mind, we wanna always approach that wedding day and the entire process of working with our clients with strong communication, expectations, and just an overall amazing experience. So thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the content, please feel free to subscribe. And I so appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you in the next episode. 